everyone. This is Joe with uh, Be A Better Vendor Podcast, and we're back for another episode. Sorry, I just had a uh, quick sip of coffee here. I've got a nice Sumatra Kopi grade one cup here with me today. Been raining here in Richmond for the last couple of days, seems like weeks now. Uh, we've had just enough thunderstorms to keep the kids in, which is driving everyone crazy. And it's been just muddy enough that I can't really do anything to my yard. And I'm in a neighborhood where the yards are the thing. Everyone carefully prunes and preens, and there's all sorts of different companies spraying probably good for you nutrients all over the yards. Some of them are super duper green. Some of us are working on that, and I am working on that. And unfortunately, the raining has been enough that I can't get out there and do much with the yard, and it starts growing quicker and quicker and quicker. So I had it yesterday. I fired up the bush mower in the rain and mowed down the front. Didn't do the back because people can't see it. It's all fenced in. But I mowed down the front as best I could, and I'm sure a lot of neighbors had a really good laugh looking out, seeing me in the rain, pushing my little mower, mowing the yard. But I had to do something. It was getting really really tall. I just had to get out there and get going. And hey, what a good segue. You know, this was an episode I didn't plan out. I didn't write this out. I wanted to sit down and just talk because I work with a lot of people who want to start their own businesses. And I'd say out of a hundred people that I talked to, maybe three actually move forward and get it done. Now, that doesn't mean that 97% of the people that I talk to shouldn't run their own business or wouldn't be successful. Dramatic coffee sip. What that means is not everyone has the motivation to get going. And some people don't have a choice. You get laid off. The ends won't quite meet. You got bills to pay. So you got to get going now, now, now. But for a lot of us, The decision to start a new business is an option. It's something that I wish I could do. My boss is an idiot. They don't listen to me. They don't pay attention to me. I could do their job blindfolded. But is that enough to quit? Is that enough to go start something? And I wanted to share with you, if you're on the fence today, if you've decided, you know what, I I would like to start a business. It's a neat idea. It's just maybe sometime in the near future, kind of, sort of. I'm going to give you a challenge, and that challenge is to do it. Get up and do it. Because I have been in the business startup world for several years now, closing in on a decade at this point. And from my perspective, it's so frustrating and so disappointing to see people who don't quite get the motivation to go out and actually get started. And they complain, and they complain, and they complain. And I don't want you to be one of those people. I want you to go get started. I want you to be very successful. And the biggest hindrance in almost every case is you. It's me. It's us. We put it off because it's a big, scary new avenue. We don't know what lies down that road. We wish we did. We don't know. And do I really want to take all that risk? Look at the entrepreneurs out in the world today. Do you know anybody that that runs their own business or think of the big celebrity people, the big entrepreneurs out there that everybody talks about? They never, ever, ever, ever would be someone you would have ever heard of if they didn't take the risk and just get going. Now, this doesn't mean that you rush in blindfolded. It's good to be prepared. And that's why 
folks like myself exist. I prepare people to start their business and to help them do it very well. Um, that's that's what I do for a living. That's the business that I've gotten into, um, as well as running my vending route. A couple things I do. And it's important to know that everyone faces those obstacles. Everyone runs into those challenges. Well, no, not right now. You know what I hear a lot of right now? Summer's coming up. Yeah, you know, we're going to travel a little bit. I, I don't want to get mired down with my business. I'll wait until till after the summer. That makes sense, right? I mean, I'm going to go down to the lake for a couple days. Kids are going to be out of school. There's a lot going on. Well, that's fine. But you know what I hear after the end of the summer? Well, the fall's kind of hectic because I'm catching up now that the summer's over and we're trying to get back in our routine. You know, end of fall, maybe, I mean, the winter's kind of a dead time for us anyway. That's when I'll get going. Winter comes around. Well, Christmas is around the corner. We got to save up. I don't want to put any money out. End of the year is coming too. I'm not sure how that'll hit my taxes. First of the year. Well, it's now, now that it's the first of the year, um, we're paying down bills from Christmas and such and um, kind of getting a swing. We're going to lose some weight, going to stop smoking, going to do all those things I'm going to promise myself. So I'm going to get some of those out of the way and then I'll get started with my business. And then summer comes around and we're back in that same cycle. And, and I want to tell you, that cycle is an easy one to be in. It's comfortable because you don't have to leave that safe zone of what you're doing. For most of us that have a job that we just don't like, um, myself not included, so I'm not going to use we. Uh, if you're part of the group of people who don't like what they do, doesn't mean you're going to quit right away. You know, you can be pleasantly unhappy <laughs> for the rest of your professional career and, and keep going and keep doing it. Or you can decide to get going. And so today I want to talk more about the decision to get going and how I encourage people to go today. Because I'm going to tell you, you'll always have an excuse not to get started. You'll always have a reason to put it off. And 10, 20, 30 years from now, you're going to look back at a cycle of excuses and nothing ever got done. When I decide to start a new business, when I decide to get into something new, the very first thing I do is I bring my wife in and we talk about it because we do not make life decisions separately. We are one team, one dream. And so we talk about it to make sure it's something that's good for us. And we have a pattern every time we do this. We go out to one of our favorite restaurants here in Richmond on the water and we enjoy a nice happy hour on the deck. Unless it's the winter. In that case, we're right inside the windows. We'd talk for several hours. Kids go to the babysitter, typically grandma's house. And, and we have our big deep discussions about the next event, the next thing we're going after. And we decide we're going to do it. And the very next step, and this is something I would encourage you to do. I tell freaking everybody that I'm going to go do something new. Because the minute I put it out there in the open, it's a commitment I've made publicly to my friends and family and folks I hang out with. Neighbors too, those lawn mowing folks. And the minute I start talking about it publicly is the minute that it gets a little bit of legs. It gets its own spirit. It gets its own persona that I can look at. 
And when I bring it up out into the open, uh, that's going to help me in a bunch of different ways. It's going to help me crowdsource some ideas, which is always very good. I may think of exactly what I want to do, and this has happened a bunch of times. I'll go tell my friends. I'll go tell former co-workers. I'll go tell lots of people, and someone will bring up a really good idea. I'll like it, and I'll incorporate it. And I'll thank them for that idea because it's important to let people know how they help you. So I get motivated to get something started by telling everyone, being loud and proud about it, because the more I talk about it, the less likely I am to make excuses about it. And I could probably incorporate that advice, I realize, into other things like the whole I should lose some weight or I should really keep it tidier office here. It's kind of messy. It's really actually a disaster area. There's probably people living in here somewhere. Just being very quiet while I'm recording. I appreciate them doing that. Thank you, trash people, for being quiet. Uh, But by putting it out in the open, it gives the energy that I need to get going after it. And the other thing is I put a timeline on everything I do. I put a deadline. And the deadline isn't to have the business up and running and make money and be profitable. Uh, My deadlines are are short and realizable. They're attainable. Uh, the first one might just be, you know what, in the next 10 days, I'm going to name what I'm going to do, a, a name to the business or a name to the product. And within the next five days after that, I'm going to get the collateral designed for it, uh, which if you help me help you start your business, uh, I've got some cool tips and tricks for how to get collateral and marketing work designed on a literally 10 bucks. Tell you more about that when we talk in person. Anyway. So I've got a couple days to name what I'm doing. I've got a couple days to get the design work done. I'm not doing all that work. I'm having someone do it very inexpensively. And then the next thing I'm doing is setting up an appointment with uh, a friend who owns a business to pitch them the idea. Not that they're going to use what I'm pitching, but to get the practice. And I continue to make more and more goals that are short, and attainable and reachable so that I can celebrate when I reach those goals and it's keeping me moving. You know, if my only goal was I'm going to have a profitable business in a year, well, the next 12 months are going to suck because I'm not going to recognize any of my goals if my one and only goal is make a lot of money. Yeah, it takes a while to get there. It does. So I need to set shorter goals and I need to talk about those goals publicly And I need to ask for referrals of people that I can interview about my product or my service or my business idea. Because if I'm in the pre-revenue stage, meaning I ain't made any money, (laughs) uh, it's difficult to go in and win your first gig, win your first job, win your first sale. And the Trojan horse that I've used in doing that is to interview people that friends and colleagues and family can introduce me to so that I can learn from what they're really interested in. And when it's, when it's an informal interview and not a sales pitch, people are much more open. They'll talk to you. They'll, uh, they'll help you understand. Well, you know, Joe, what I really like about your coffee service is the environmental impact, the, the zero landfill commitment. That's awesome. Where I got a little confused was your pricing structure is a little difficult. Your menu Like, it looks like you sell a whole bunch of different coffees and everything is priced differently. Maybe you could clean that up a little bit. That's very helpful. And, you know, quite often, in a lot of cases, the people that you interview that that kind of help you get your business going are kind of slowly committing to working with you anyway. So it's very common 
uh, as you're getting the motivation to get your business going and you're interviewing business owners who would be really good fits for what you do, they very well may use your services because they've kind of bought in already. You know, they, they trust you enough to talk to you. They appreciate that you use their time wisely. And I've bounced ideas off people that have come back after I've gotten started and said, you know what? I really did like what you were doing. And now that you fixed your pricing structure or this or that, um, come back. Let's, you know, let's have a real conversation about it. And that's always really helpful. And, you know, I want to share some of these quick stories with you because the process of starting a business may be daunting. It may be intimidating. It may, it may be difficult to really wrap your head around. It's not that bad. Uh, you know, it's very attainable. You don't need a double master's degree and a doctorate and this and that from Cornell just to be able to get a business going. And there are people like myself out there, business coaches, who help do it. I've put hundreds of people into business over the last uh, seven years or so. And, you know, to me, it's, it's a bit old hat, but it's unique and interesting every single time. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, so, you know, if you're thinking about getting started with your business, you got to put some timelines around what you're doing. You have to talk openly with other people about what you're doing. And you've got to recognize that there are opportunities and windows that you can always make. You can always make time if it's important enough to you. And you know what? At the end of the day, not everyone needs to be an entrepreneur. If you can't make that time, if you can't build those windows of, of time around the other things you have to do, if you just can't get excited about it, that's okay. The world needs people working for businesses. We can't all be owner operators of our own companies. But I don't think that's always going to be the case. I, I think just because you don't feel like you're ready to get started, it's probably that little voice in the back of your head, the real quiet one that speaks up at the worst times, telling you that you haven't done this before, that this is something new, something intimidating. It's not. I, I have taught people from all walks of life, all levels of education, background, and history. You know, I've taught NFL players and Major League Baseball players and all sorts of other folks Um C-suite level uh, executives from Fortune 500 